Welcome to the Man Dog Pod. It's the Friday freebies, as we always call them. I am your co-host, Dan Lippert, across from my co-host, Ryan Rosenberg. Good morning, afternoon. Oh, good, good afternoon, afternoon Dan. Thank you. Thank you for the warm welcome. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. It is a spooky Friday afternoon. It is Halloween weekend for all you freaky freaks out there. And it's another big day. It is Dan's movie premiere day. That's right. This is coming out on the premiere. That's right. Paramount Plus. The movie is called Paranormal Paranormal Activity Activity. Next of Kin. Is that right? That's great. Oh, my God. Check out Dan Lippert, folks. Subscribe to Paramount Plus and tell them who sent you the man dogs. Tell them the man dog sent you. We get a little kick of that subscription every time. We don't. Man doesn't get residuals. You're the first actor to never get a residual in a movie. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't need them. (laughs) I do the work. I show up. I don't, I can't do the bookkeeping afterwards. Hey, they paid you so little the first time. Why would you want to get paid more? (laughs) No, he's sitting. He's a fat cat. He's rolling in it. And we are happy to be here today Uh, on this (sighs) secret Friday. Secret Friday, um, and what's uh, that's the that's the real big news. I, I I think this is oh my god, how do I make this stop? <laughs> do you have this where your phone and your computer are connected now? Yes, and the computer gets your calls, and you don't know how to silence them. <laughs> yeah, the, my computer does some stuff that I I'm sure is like a two minute Google of like how to shut these off and change the settings, but I just I just don't believe that i just think oh my it does these notifications i can't change yeah well yeah yeah i guess you're right i don't want to hear those so i should just turn it off i'll hear it on my phone but sometimes i'm like oh i'm glad my computer rang because i didn't have my phone so it's like i don't want to lose it once you if you don't use it you lose it you know i've heard this yeah and i think it's normally about sex um it's about sex but uh, most sex things are the same as computer things. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> rebooting. Uh, uh, rebooting. Rebooting. Uh, defragging your hard drive. Both. <laughs> That's both. Now, let's get a little business out of the way. You're, you might be listening to this free episode. If you want to join us for the f- full experience, it's patreon.com slash you're the man now, dog. We have extended versions of all our episodes. We have video of all our episodes. We have extra two-man episodes once a month that's ryan and i doing our thing sometimes it's conversations sometimes it's invented new podcasts it's whatever mm-hmm. we damn want and ryan this might be news to you but i think what we're gonna do come november is maybe a watch-along kind of commentary of that paranormal activity movie yeah, that's news to me but i like it i'm definitely it sounds in. like a good idea right uh-huh. i feel like i should just plug it while we're here and absolutely. if you didn't want to do it we would cut this part no absolutely that one's going to go on the patreon you know on the patreon our buddies our patrons are, get a little bit extra this last week in lieu of an episode because we were very busy we posted some behind the scenes content 
That's right. From our brand new improvised special with Big Grande that uh, hopefully you'll get to see more of in the near future. But uh, we, we shot like a live improv thing, all in costumes, everything of a play except writing the script. Yeah, that's, that's right. Pitch. And you'll see that. As, we got John locked in his room editing that. Um, <laughs> sliding pizza locked from the outside, the of course. <laughs> yes. Of course. Um, <laughs> and so, I mean, we're hoping we'll have it within the next couple hours because he's really been working hard. Yeah, that's definitely the the uh, ultimatum that we threw in. Either you get it done in the next couple hours or we're cutting you out of it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just put a ghost in or what? Will Farrell in as you or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. We got Farrell uh, dialed up on the back, <laughs> on the background and... Hopefully he'll He's pop interested in, there. in eager for sure. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to do the show, but happy to cut out a friend he doesn't really know. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, folks, travel over onto the Patreon again. That's patreon.com slash you're the man now dog for the full fat version of all of our episodes, as well as the extra bullshit. We got the extra bullshit on that. That should be one of the tiers, shouldn't it? It should. Extra bullshit. And it really is just like what it, we don't even talk about it. We just each put up whatever comes to mind. That's right. Uh, that would be a fun tier. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. like our daily camera on our face, extra bullshit that we're too scared to put on TikTok. That's right. No, I don't want the public to see this, but my friends and patrons. Um, and you never know when we're going to get tired of this shit. We may cut the whole thing. So <laughs> join the Patreon now because one day we might just get exhausted. You don't know. <laughs> That's right. And by one day, Dan, what do you mean? You mean today, right? <laughs> because I don't know about you, but I am toast. I'm just Ryan toast. And I, let's just say Ryan and I have a business meeting immediately after this. And, uh... <laughs> and let's just say there's not going to be too much more business. <laughs> just kidding. We're doing it forever. We love it. We love the support. We love to, uh, you know, put some fun in our lives and share it with the friends of the audience. That's right. What a I, I think we should talk about, I, we should get in the episode, but we should talk about two things. Maybe we'll, we'll expound on these later. Sure. But we have not brought up a, it's basketball season. Oh my God. I cannot believe it. I've been watching so much. We got, of course, the NBA League Pass. My man Dan hooks it up every year. And I've been going back and just like when there's nothing on or I'm bored just watching an old game from yesterday. And it's so nice to have fresh games all the time. You can just always have basketball on. As well as our fantasy draft. We're playing fantasy against each other. Dan's team, of course, is Tingus Pingus. Pingus. Ryan, (laughs) of course, is uh, a Ric Flair dripper. That's right. Ric Flair (laughs) drip go woo on a bitch. And our friend Ali just changed his team name to Parabailar Mobamba, which I laugh at every time. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> it is nice having that extra fantasy kick to uh, to enjoy the season because I'll watch a game where I don't really care about either of the teams, but I have like one or one or two guys on each team, and it's like, oh, I'm I'm totally invested, you know? Yeah. All of a sudden, and I all my guys are on really shitty teams, so it really works out this year. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is. There's nothing more soothing than having that TNT show on. Truly, watching the, watching the fellas have a laugh and seeing the games. It, it makes me so happy. And everyone is so all. I, hey, newsflash! Everyone's so good at basketball. <laughs> I know these guys are it's so crazy. good. It's like they. It's like it's their career, and they practice every day, and they're fit, and they like it. You know, it's really something. It is, especially if you play it all, and then you realize, like, man, my best is the is these guys if they were really 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 sick 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like really sick and not healthy. They can't run yeah. or whatever. So it makes me kind of go, well, you know, I'm not an athlete, but I'd like to, I'd like to close the gap a little bit or the gulf, I should say. Can you, I mean, I can't, bo- I can't run back and forth three times in a row. These guys do it every play. I swear to God, like I'm kind of quick to the hole. I can get to the basket and do a layup, but then I have to take four plays off because I, yeah. I I'm like, <sighs> and then I, and then I have to walk and then I like, my old like athlete as a kid brain goes like run to the hole again. And then, and then I'm tired for the next four plays. I just can't go medium. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you're a competitor. I'm a competitor first. And it's a quick break to show off our matching water sippers. (laughs) You got to have a nice water seeper. It's really changed my life. I don't, I don't wash it ever. It's the only thing I drink out of. (laughs) That's good. You don't wash it. But it does um, seem very clean. It seems, you know, that stainless steel. What's what's there's nothing to hang on to. You can't stain it. <laughs> That's right. It's like the outside of a fridge. And the other thing, just briefly, again, maybe this is for the Patreon, but Succession's back, baby. Oh, I know. I've been loving that too. I've been making Erin catch up on the old one. She hasn't seen the first couple seasons. Yeah. So I'm like, what what if this was like the new Mad Men where we're just sort of catching up on a show and eventually I'm hoping we can catch her up by the finale of this season. I think you can. I mean, I think so she's too. significantly busier than I am, uh-huh. but uh, I could do it in two days. So I'm trying. I'm begging her. I'm like, so should we <laughs> pop up an episode? Let's pop on an episode. It's funny to watch the early seasons to now because it's always sort of felt prestige but it just keeps getting like they keep getting better at making it look like more expensive and more elusive in terms of like uh, they're in such an other part of society that is kind yeah. of fascinating to me, you know? Yeah, it really is. Even you're right. Like even two years back, it, it's almost like watching the first season of Sopranos because mm-hmm. it just keeps everything gets better and cooler and right. It's like oh, these people haven't even had their like cool haircuts yet. Like yeah. this is like all the first drafts, and then they're like, oh, this person needs a little classier, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I like watching the glow up a little. Glow up amongst already glowing up people. Who's your favorite character on the show? Oh, I mean, it's hard to beat Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wom's games. Wom's yeah, games? Tom Wom's games. He's just so pitiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I found out that, that that man is a British actor playing Tom, yeah. it really made me respect the character so much more. Because I was like, oh, maybe this is just kind of some rube who who just is this way a little bit. But it's it's even more impressive that it's a British guy kind of like playing such an American dolt. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, yeah. it was like, oh, he's making like – a ton of choices, not just like being himself. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. He's really, uh, it, I almost like, I, I never watched uh, much of Downton Abbey or like some of the other stuff he was in. I haven't either. And I'm kind of glad because when you, I, I watched him in some show and I was like, oh, it's hard to see him this way now. Right. Right. Yeah. What about you? Who's your fave? Um, I don't know. I think maybe um, Roman. Is it Roman? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. I think like, he just has a lot of great like one-liner jokes that are like truly awful, but mm-hmm. delivered very well. And I, it just always kind of makes me laugh of like what an insufferable prick he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't know that I'd want to hang out with him, but as far as like character on the show, I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. He really makes you believe that he is that guy. Mm-hmm. I would say someone who like truly understands the power of the inconsequential 
type of privilege they have. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't suffer consequences and he knows it. And he like talks about it openly. He's like, fuck you. I'll do whatever I want. Like, it's (laughs) just very like, Oh God, this is like the truth of the series to me. Like, he's so, uh, the it it of all those people. Yeah. Yeah. I do love Shiv. I kind of have this, I like, I think that she's like the, um, and if you don't watch the show, sorry, this might be boring, but it's year four, right? It's, yeah, I'm not spoiling anything, yeah. but I think she's the most, I think like in my head, she is the most directly like uh, Logan, mm-hmm. the dad. Mm-hmm. I think she's like as duplicitous and like sociopathic to everyone that she, that loves her right. and that she supposedly loves mm-hmm. as he is. And so I kind of like watching mm-hmm. like that type of person who wants to, who's trying to show the world that they're a good person, but they're really like the exact same. Totally. Totally. Yeah, they're fast. And Logan is fascinating, too. I'm like, I'm so fascinated by anybody who is that unabashedly, to him, just being honest, but to the rest of us, like, standing on everybody's head. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's like, wow, you really don't care about anybody. I think they've also really come into their own with how pitiful his lackeys are. Mm -hmm. Those like three guys that are just around and that are just like little weasels that will like let him piss all over them and just do whatever. Absolutely. I don't remember this guy's name, but the guy with the slick back hair and the tiny neck is so Mm -hmm. funny. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's so good and so funny. And sometimes people will just take a shit on him and and he has to politely uh, take it and go, I understand. (laughs) It's really funny. Really funny, yeah. I'm, it's it's a big season, and also Insecure and Curb. HBO is really like firing all their shows out right now. I Tis mean, those are probably season. my three favorite shows. Oh, there you go. Maybe in general, but definitely on HBO. I would. I there would you think. go. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. a nice. Co- it's going to be a nice winter. It's good time to hibernate. Oh, it truly is. It truly is. Aaron and I were watching Insecure the other night, like with a blanket, and it was just truly beautiful. Well, speaking of beautiful, some of our beautiful listeners call into the show and leave voicemails uh, at 818-465-8656. You can be one of those people. What we do with those voicemails is we listen to them, and then we do improv scenes inspired by them. This episode's a voicemail spectacular. We're going to roll through some and do some improv scenes inspired by the voicemails. So uh, thanks in advance to all our callers. And if you're listening right now and you want to hear yourself and a scene based off of a voicemail you've left, Give us a call, 818-465-8656. Let's rock and roll, baby. Let's rock. Hey, guys. My name is Kelsey. I'm from Oklahoma. Uh, I just want to start off by saying I love you guys so much uh, in between you guys and the teacher's lounge. I can honestly say I've never laughed so hard in my life, so thank you for that. Um, I have several funny sibling stories, but I decided to start with this one and see how it goes. So um, I don't know for sure, but... I'm assuming this was around Easter, and we probably just got back from church or something. Uh, I think I was around eight, and my sister would have been six, and my brother would have been five. Uh, We decided it would be fun to crucify my brother like Jesus. My brother wanted to do this, by the way. We didn't crucify him against his will. Uh, I don't remember exactly how we did this, but we tied his feet together with some rope or something, and we strung up his arms and attached them to stuff in the room so he couldn't move. Um, after he did that, my sister decided it would be a good idea to tickle him. So he obviously reacted and pulled his arms free, which caused him to fall back against the wall. And against the wall, we had this small metal bookcase type thing, and he fell into that. And the metal bookcase had a little metal piece sticking out. So he fell into that, and it scratched his back. And it wasn't like 
a huge cut or anything, but it didn't bleed a little. And he still has a tiny scar on his back to this day. So I like to bring this up usually around the holidays and just say, like, hey, bro, show us that scar from where we crucified you. So anyway, it's one of my favorite childhood stories. And I hope you guys can do something with that. Love you guys. Thanks. Thanks, Kelsey. Yeah. Kind words. Great story. Well told. Really A-plus. fantastic. Great voicemail. If anybody's listening, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Start it with a huge compliment and then roll into a good story. Yeah, why story. do we like that one so much? <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Part of me was thinking that like her excuse was the same excuse as the people who did it in real life. He wanted to. <laughs> he wanted. The whole point is that he said it was his idea. <laughs> it was his suggestion, I'm pretty sure. He was no, he asked us to so that he could take the sins. <laughs> but I'm not I don't know enough. <laughs> yeah, you hit the two Jews with this one. <laughs> hey, uh buddy, can I uh talk to you for a second in the family room? I need to sit down and have a chat with you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, what's wrong? Well, Jeremy, um, I just wanted to ask you a question about some stuff. You know, we were having a really nice Easter. We did the Easter egg hunt this morning. I did the bunny bit. You know, everybody was having a really good time. And then, of course, after we said the prayer, I couldn't find your brother. And you were pretty quiet about it. And I had to go looking for him. And I just got back from the garage. Uh, so I wanted to know if you wanted to share anything about and, what happened in the garage. And lo, the Lord sendeth down a, a sacrificial lamb to hold the sins of all of man. Isn't that what you said? Oh, or they said in church, Dad? That is what they said in church. But yes, this is this was a little scary. I will say, your brother was tied up in the garage in the pose as well as his stuffed lamb with its head cut off. Uh-huh. Well, there had to be a sacrifice. There had to be a sacrifice to the big, uh, to the Lord. <laughs> I know. I know. And I, I really appreciate your piety, you know, and you taking on the scripture and really trying to reenact something that you care about. You know, we're a slightly religious household and, I do appreciate, you know, that you're interested, but we just have to talk about safety in modern times. You okay. Know? I guess I, what I don't get is I didn't want to go to church. I said, Sundays are for football. I just want to watch our team. I want to watch the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And, and you and mom said, you have to go to church. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to church and I'm listening. And now I'm being too dangerous there. Too dangerous church, too dangerous on the football field. <laughs> What's going on? Well, too dangerous. So you're hearing what we're saying. You're hearing a little bit that you are too dangerous. Now, the whole thing is you're a good kid. I, you know, I don't know where this is coming from. We raised you in a calm, nice household. and I was born a sinner. We were all born sinners. Yes, sure. But what did we learn? That Jesus died for our sins and made being a sinner okay as long as you repent, right? As long as you acknowledge it, you don't have to act out the sin just to say like, well, I already am. I better do it anyway. I don't really think that's the goal. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you, Father. I'm understanding. I'm understanding his words so much better now and I appreciate Mm -hmm. it. And I am 
sorry that I tried to sacrifice okay. my brother. And I'm sorry that I did cut the head off of his lammy. Okay. Thank you. And I, I guess in my misunderstanding, I myself am a sinner and like the people get down, get off the chair. <laughs> take me like Abraham up the mountain and kill me almost kill me almost so that son, I see. Son, st- step down just step down it's okay you don't have to enact all these things it's okay father i'm atop the great mountain almost kill me do not almost jump kill me do like not Abraham. jump off the armoire do not jump off the armoire but i sinned daddy that's okay jesus took your sin it's okay Okay. I just don't see why you need to act this out so literally. You do not need to die. You do not need to kill your brother, which I know was just a gruesome scene. I know you didn't actually. I got him untied, and he's taking a shower. Okay? Oh, he is. He is. Why? Good. Well, cleansing in the holy waters of the bathtub. Yes. Very good. Very yes. good. Perhaps I should go wash him myself. I don't, I don't know. cleanse my fellow man. Well, if you want to go in there and take a turn, because your shirt does have some of what looks like lamby blood on it. I don't know yes, if that's food coloring is, or ketchup. So you know we're or... out of, uh, yeah, we're out of food coloring and ketchup now. Why did you do both? <laughs> what, what was both for? Ketchup was the ketchup was the dark red of blood that had been bled for a while. Mm. We needed it to look the light red of blood recently bled. bled. Okay, okay. For blood recently bled is the blood of the sinner. Jeremy, you are so much more intense than all of us in the family. I don't. How did this happen? We just we don't need to be so literal. A okay. lot of the Bible is sort of about analogy, right? These are stories. These are sort of fables that we can learn from, but they're not necessarily literal truth. Well, I'm nine. How am I supposed to understand the difference? Well, I'm just trying to explain it to you. You know, I'm not mad at you for your misunderstanding, but I would like to set it straight. You know, why don't we just stay here in the living room for a second, drink a glass of water, and just think about this, you know? Okay. All right, let me go grab Britta. Jeremy, what Mm -hmm. the heck is wrong with the water? Why is it red wine? Oh, it must be the water. A miracle. No. A miracle. I see the wine bottles in the trash. You unloaded all of our wines into the Brita. A miracle, Father. Yes. <laughs> it was a miracle you could get those open. Where'd you learn to use a corkscrew? That's the only miracle. The, in- the, the internet. The beautiful <sighs> internet. Father. Look, Where did I, I steer you wrong? You you didn't you store you stored me steer stored sound it out sound it out Strad, <laughs> street steered I steered you steered me wrong you steered me right you steered me to church to the eyes of the good great wonderful lord <laughs> and the miracles have, have happened upon us and let's just hope no plagues have beset us for some of the sins of the household oh god you left the screen door open all the bugs are gonna get in here locusts <laughs> these aren't locusts we live by a lake these are mosquitoes i'm itching now god yes the, uh, the great bite <sighs> of the mosquitoes, the first of the ten plagues. Jeremy, the- stop it. Just stop it. You're hurting your family. Oh, no. No, you're not you're a right, sinner. Dad. You don't have to get. 
No, Get you're off right, the Dad. chair. You're right, Dad. Uh, let me just let me just jump off the mount. <laughs> That's not what he did. He didn't jump off the kitchen table. That's all you're going to do. You're just going to have to go to the hospital and get a cast or something. You just got to calm down. What if we just read? What if we just read some of the stories? From the Bible? Yeah, sure. We could use your Sunday school books if that's more, you know. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, we can read the Bible. Or if there's a story we kind of know better, we could read something else. Yeah. You know what? Why don't we just watch some TV? <laughs> okay, well, that was about the extent of my knowledge. Uh, yeah, the cross and water into wine, and there we go. I've got some of the Tarver specifics, exactly. but uh, we use them enough. Washing hair, washing uh, <laughs> prostitutes' feet with your hair. Thank you for the change. I heard you almost say it. Yes. Yes, I almost said a bad. That's okay. Uh, oh, God, my hair. It's long and luxurious, and I think it shows off more without the beard. Dan, of course, shaved the beard, the famous Lippert facial hair. The famous Lippert facial hair shaven just before a a bunch of video taken of me, Mm -hmm. and just before a bunch of photos are going to be taken of me for the the, uh, premiere of this movie. Um, So a look that I like the least is now going to be... Mm-hmm. Captured for the longest time. Right. Well, what do you think it is about liking that look the least? Maybe it's a perspective shift. What do you think? Or is it just physical? Well, that's not. I, I will. I will agree with you. That's not the best angle. <laughs> but I also think you don't look like that. You're making a crazy face. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is us. <laughs> oh, and by the way, for those of you new listeners, don't meme us. If do you're watching not us. make a meme out of this. Please don't meme this. We just can't meme this. <laughs> I do love, I don't ever want anybody to think I look crazy or scary, but I do love to look crazy. Do you make faces at yourself? Hmm. No, every, I'm, sorry, go ahead. I guess when I'm like on camera, I sometimes will, but I'll mostly just accentuate things I don't. Uh-huh. Like about what I'm seeing, <laughs> right, you, right. you will like in the mirror. Ever since I was like maybe ten, I I would remember coming home after school and making faces in the like I would just be going to the bathroom at like three thirty, and I would just make faces in the mirror that were crazy. That's cute. I That's used funny. to, and I but I never stopped. <laughs> like I still <laughs> do it at my house now. I'll, if I'm like shaving or washing my face or whatever, at the end I'll like look up, look at how I actually look, and then just go like, <laughs> or or like whatever thing you know, kind of what you're saying. Whatever looks funny, I'll sort of lean into it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just a way of like keeping myself entertained. I think growing up, I was like alone a lot, going from like one parent's house to the other and they were both working and then my sister always had basketball or whatever. So I was just always like drumming on stuff or doing voices or making faces, just like truly just entertaining myself all the time. Yeah. Just kind of like a, a bored alone kid with energy. Mm -hmm. And, and even still like even conversationally with other people, I will be a little bit in my own world of like, you know, like repeating words or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit like for me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
That's interesting. Do you ever use some of the faces when you're performing? You're like, oh, that's a funny one. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think it's probably just like, you know, you just, you pop into them because you've, you know a little bit what's funny there or whatever. Yeah. But I, I don't think of myself as like a super character because I don't want to be like too weird or something like that. But that's what's fun in comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you look great, my man. I get Appreciate it. it. I hate too. being clean shaven because I'm so used to the beard and it makes me look like somehow younger and older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I feel so young, but I also feel so much older than last time I saw myself clean shaven. And I don't Yeah, like- you can feel that. Something about the age of like yeah, I don't like either of those things. things. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's also like I think when you're like even thirty, it's like okay, I, this look is not set in stone, and now I'm like turning into what I think the look is going to be, and it's like no, 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 right? <laughs> but I think I, there's things I can change, so that's good. Well, you don't need to change. You're great. Everybody thinks you're. You only see the negatives. What are yes. some of the positives? You don't even know. Isn't that a shame? You don't even know. Heartbreaking. Next voicemail, folks. Heartbreaking. 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 Um, let's see. Going back. All right. This one is from someone named Randy about Disneyland. Mm. Hey, Man Dog Pod. It's Randy, California. I'm just calling. Um, oh, quick story. Under 30 seconds. Uh, I used to work at Disneyland in high school, and uh, underneath the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, I, there's a restaurant for employees. You can order whatever you want. And I used to order chicken chicken wings, not chicken wings, chicken strips with fries. And uh, the biggest thing they, they did not have was sauces. So I had to mix mayonnaise with ketchup, and that's what I ate for six months. And... Uh, I gained the senior 30 that year. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan Sensei. That's a little shout out to you, my friend. And Dan, love you. Thank you, Randy, California. Oh, my God. Thank you, Randy, California. Now, is your name Randy, California, or are you Randy from California? Or is it both? Yes, we'll have a follow-up. It sounds like we know he is in California, or at least at at some point was, because he worked at Disneyland. Um. Yeah, I think he's probably in California, but maybe he moved there to follow up on his name, or I don't know. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so he. I would guess go, I got to move to Roseburg, <laughs> and I got to go to Perth. Liz, Liz Perth, Perth, Lipperth, Lipperth. There you go. Um. And the, what was his reasoning for eating that mix? Ketchup and, and mayo. I guess they didn't have any like better sauces, so he was uh-huh. trying to make like a like a secret sauce, you know, mm-hmm. like a add a little relish, and you're you're kind of at a uh, secret sauce. We don't add a relish, add a secret sauce, baby. Mm. Oh, hey, Diane, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Good, well. it's great how to see you? you again. I'm good. I'm good. You know, just down here for another meal. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I think I'm going to do it again. I think I'm going to just do the chicken strips. Okay. Um, there you go. And did you want to do the the three with fries, the five, or the five and a side order of fries? Ooh. Let me do the five single and then the separate order of fries, the full okay. basket. You got it. I That's know I fries. shouldn't be, but, I, but I'm going to. I'm going to. I just, I got to do it, you know. Hey, look, look at me. I'm not here to judge you. I eat one of these things every 20 minutes. Oh, so. Me too. I, if I, I bet I would too. Yeah. Any chance 
any chance you guys got any sauces in? Uh, I'm trying my best here for you. I really am. It's just going to be ketchup, which is a sauce. Uh-huh. It's going to still be ketchup. Okay. So there. I'm sorry. Um, well, ketchup know, to me is tech, and I hate I hate getting into nitty gritty here, mm-hmm. but I do feel like ketchup is technically a condiment. Mm-hmm. And what I'm looking for is just a little bit more of like a dipping sauce. I know uh-huh. you do dip things in ketchup, but I don't know if it's a sauce. I think it's more of a condiment. And I was just wondering if there's, I mean, we're Disneyland. We can afford it, you know, and I, I know I, I've gotten written up a few times for writing this in and, you know, I work at the Matterhorn, so it was like not applicable, Right. but I mean, you work here. So I'm just kind of, you know, I, I don't think it's, it would be that crazy to ask the old man for a dipping sauce is all I'm the saying. Old man? But you, Walter, you know, whoever's in Walt's shoes these days. I don't know. Well, yeah, I, you know, the way this works down here is it's oddly bureaucratic and political, and I have to really hold my favors for what I need them. <laughs> One big favor is getting more of the chicken tenders per day because we would always run out early. Uh, and so that. And that's a favor? Isn't that just them doing a good job having enough? You just set a certain amount, you know what I mean? And I like to give yeah. some people an extra free tender, which I do for you. Oh, thank you. Sometimes, I didn't realize you know, sometimes. Uh, the additional issue, price-wise, is condiments regularly don't have to be refrigerated. Sauces uh, do. I you see. know, And we don't really have a on-site refrigerator here. I see. I see. Well, hey, I appreciate it anyway. Again, thank you so much for the strips. And I will take some ketchup and some mayo. I'm going to make okay. my own little sauce and put some water in. Because, again, those are two condiments. The sauce, you know, sort of denotes a little more liquidy. Just so you know, you're the person who I talk to the most here. Does that make sense to you? Thank you. You're the person most. I talk to most as well. <laughs> I, I, I love our little chats. I think uh, I, you are so nice. Most people are just like have their head down and want to get back to, you know, the teacups or uh, Mr. Toads or whatever. But I, I really feel rapport with you. That's why I share this stuff. I'm sorry. No, I I appreciate that. I appreciate you feeling a rapport. I think more what I'm trying to say is most people get their food and continue to move and then they eat it. And it's not usually you've been here, what, three years now? Yes. So it, it seems to become a, a, almost a, like a chaotic Sisyphusian task for you. It's mm-hmm. you could bring your own ranch packets. Right, but you know I don't have access to refrigeration, so I don't use that sort of uh, uh, vegetable oil bullshit. I have to have cream. So you know if you're going to bring a creamy ranch, you have to have it refrigerated, or else it goes bad by lunch. So that's why I'm pushing you guys to get it anyway. I, I understand you're doing everything you can. You're deeply embroiled in a political fight down here, and I don't want to ruffle any feathers. I just. I think we would all love a little bit of ranch, a little bit of honey mustard, even just some honey. I would add honey to the mustard and be fine if it were grainy. But honey, yellow mustard is weird, you know, so I just and honey is so close to a sauce. If we could just get honey, God, the things I could do. It seems like you really think a lot about sauces, more than anyone I've ever met, which, uh, you know. Thank you so much. Yeah, I guess. uh, I don't know. I guess I'm just like I like to think things through, you know. Uh Uh-huh. Well, um, yeah, well, I tell you what, this seems really, really important to you. Uh, and so I am going to try to get to the bottom of it. I will. Oh, my God. And I'm not asking you to put yourself in a situation that's going to harm your well-being. You know, I don't know what kind of political I, things. I said, I, yeah. 
you know what I mean? Uh, uh, consequences. I, I don't want to put you into anything that you can't do, but if it's like a suggestion box type thing, sure. Okay. You know, All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Hey man. Uh, uh, hey. I'm filling in for Diane today. She was fired. Excuse me? Yeah, they let her go pretty abruptly. Um, well, did we get any sauces? <laughs> Sorry. Diane was in a fight for me about the sauces. As you know, probably you probably don't because you're brand freaking new. We only have condiments here. I was asking Diane to get me a sauce, but apparently she had to go all Watergate to do it. I, yeah, I don't know. They just, uh, I'm subbing in. I usually am in the cafeteria in California Adventure. Um, and now I'm here really, today. yeah. So you have access to the other side. I heard they I got do. a lot of different stuff over there. I heard they got, you know, plenty of sauces, ranch, tandoori, what? all kinds of shit. Yeah, there's a walk in fridge right behind <sighs> the, uh, in the kitchen. So, fuck, man, you're lucky. <laughs> What'd you do to slum it over here today? Um, honestly, between you and me yeah i said that they either need to get thinner french fries or figure out the crisp on the outside ratio to the inside softness oh my god you are brave that's exactly what they need yeah well i should have shut my goddamn mouth uh now i'm pulling pulling underneath the pirates of the caribbean duty which is this like a demotion Huge demotion. This is like Ugh. getting the like parking ticket beat if you're a cop or whatever. Shit, I'm so sorry, man. Hey, we're hey, just what's your name, get... by the way? Uh, Lyle. Lyle, it's really great to meet you, man. I come here every day and get a lot of chicken strips. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um... Let me ask you something, Lyle. When do you think you'll be back over there? What if you and I worked out a little, I don't know, a little underground distribution? That's interesting. That's really interesting, yeah. Maybe you take some chicken strips from here, back over there. I noticed the fries here have a nicer crisp on them. Maybe They're pretty thin fries. Pie. I like those. Maybe you bring a couple sauces over here, some ranch. Hey, really buddy, how you ranch. doing? I'm, uh, I'm here replacing Lyle. I don't, I don't know if you heard, but uh, he mysteriously disappeared. Oh, my God, this goes deep. Last night, yeah. I, how- what goes deep? The corruption. You try to get a sauce in this place, and they've off two of my best friends in life. Well, Lyle, you know, Lyle has no-showed a few times, so they think that maybe he's just, you know, he's been unreliable. This would be strike three for him. Let me tell you what's really going on. Lyle slept in the park last night. He stayed here overnight. He's on a sauce run for me. We don't have, as you can see, it's bare in here. There's no freaking sauces. There's no liquids almost. So Lyle stole one of the Mickey Mouse costumes, but he's a thin guy. He's filling up every spot in the costume that doesn't have his body, tons of it in the head, with ranches, tandoori sauces, other creamy-based things, and I'm going to get him to bring them all over here to the free underneath the Pirates of the Caribbean restaurant. Okay, we got him. We got him. We got it all on tape. We got him. Take him away. That was a fairy tale. Disney! Whoa, whoa, whoa. <gasps> Frozen Walt Disney. <laughs> 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 
What is it, Walt? This is what brought you out of your chamber? They only awakened me for the greatest of uh, problems. So you agree there's no solid God, you're freezing cold. You must be thawing out. Yes. Yes, I'm thawing out. <laughs> Let me crinkle my upper lip here to crack the little ice off my mustache. <laughs> oh, my God. So you're out here because you agree with me. It's bullshit that there's no sauces here. Just cheap condiments. What? No, when I started Disneyland, I had a vision, a magical place where all you needed to enjoy a fry was ketchup or mustard. None of the other Jewish. I knew it. I knew you were going to say ethnic or Jewish sauces. I knew it, Walt. Guess what? I'm about to break your ass. Luckily, I brought this little hammer with me to work today. Oh, no. Tink! Ow! Ow! Sir, you have vanquished Walt Disney. You are the new head of Disneyland. My first decree, get rid of Mickey... And celebrate ranch dressing. <laughs> Wait, get rid of Mickey. He had another problem that he never even mentioned. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a crazy world it is down there, you know. I think anything subterranean has a bit of a, a bit of potential to go a little bit wonky. Yeah, you like, know what uh, I mean. The un, the place. There's no windows. No windows. To me, there's no fresh air. I don't like being underground, really. Mm. I make It makes me think, like, what about all the stuff on top of me? It's going to fall in here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> not always. I'm not, like, super... You don't have, like, a, a crippling anxiety about it. No, no. But sometimes I'm just kind of, like, marveling and also, like, we're sure, right? I'm trying to think of the last time I was, like, underground for something. Mm -hmm. I guess, like, a parking garage, I think of. But what I'm really thinking of is, like the bowels of a building in New York or something right. like that, like in where the pipes are. USC, there's a building um, the where you, PED is what it was called, where a lot of theater classes were. Mm. And it's like a really old building on campus. Uh, and it's got like several underground floors and like, like exposed piping and all that right. stuff. There's like a pool in there that I think people say, not people say, I think it's a pool where they shot like the end of Cocoon or something like that. But anyway, mm. it, that's what I think of when I think of those. And it is creepy as hell. Right. Because, uh, you know, there's pipe noises and just like endless space. And it just doesn't feel natural. It just feels yeah. like you're not supposed to be down there or something. Yeah. I need at least a little, a little uh, basement window. Window. Um, I, and, and I need to know my way out pretty quickly. Right. And I right. also like being so big, everything in that type of thing is like small. So it's like, just feel it. I feel the same. Yeah. I wonder what, it's so hard to say, but if we didn't have like ghost movies and stuff like that, what would we be scared of in those situations? Uh-huh. Because we've been like trained that like, this is what happens, ghosts or something like that. But it's like, what right. would I be afraid of? I think probably that a creepy guy lived down there mm -hmm. and was just like... Right. It's secret. And so oh. that it's sort of lawless. And yeah, I, I do feel like even myself being like defensive or on guard when I'm underground like that. And I'm like, everybody's sort of lizard brain is activated or something. Yeah. You know, maybe that's just me, but 
It's what it, it's a part of the fear for me. I kill a lot faster down there than I would above ground. Mm-hmm. Above ground, I'm great. Below ground, yeah, I don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't either. I mean, it's we... the great. It's the great Joseph Campbell metaphor. Yeah. Should we uh, pop into another VM? Let's do it. Um, all right. This is um... Joseph Campbell, of course, the godfather of myth, hero of the thousand faces. That's right. The hero's journey. This is from Seth. Story about Burger King. Am I sharing my screen? I'm not. Hi, man pups. Uh, this is Seth Green in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I just yesterday uh, had an interesting experience at Burger King. Um, so, of course, I thought of my Burger Kings. Uh, so I, I was uh, live in Nashville, but me and my partner, we were dropping off our one-year-old puppies uh, to like this board and train thing down in Alabama. Never been to Alabama. Probably never will again. Um, so it was like a really emotional and like the longest time I'm going to be away from the puppies the whole year that I've had them, blah, 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 blah. So I'm feeling emotionally raw. We're like, let's get, let's get, let's get a treat. So we stop at Burger King <laughs> and we think, well, we don't want to completely go tr- trash mode because I haven't been to Burger King since I was like eight years old. Um, so we, we go, oh, well, that's the impossible Whopper. So we order two impossible Whoppers and fries and stuff. Uh, and the kid behind the register, of course, you know, mask on his chin. He's just been eyeing us this whole time, you know, just Burger King in Alabama. And after we order, he just like stares at us and goes, so what's it like? I'm like, what? What? Uh, and he was soliciting, like, uh, like asking a waiter, what's this item on the menu like? But he's the one who works there and he's asking us what the impossible burger tastes like. And we're explaining it to him and explaining all the different vegan meat substitutes. Um, so it's just a very fun role reversal, um, teaching this Burger King employee about, uh, impossible burgers. Um, thanks guys. Love you. Bye. Thank you, Seth. From one Burger King to another. Yes. You do. Uh, all right everybody for pre-shift today uh i want to talk through the menu a little bit because i've i've been watching everybody we've been getting some secret shopper reports and it seems like y'all don't really know the menu as much as um i i would like you all to all right i mean it's burger king i know that we are ubiquitous but some people still don't know what we're offering we have a lot of new menu items for example the 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 king chicken. Yeah, what is that? King. What do you mean? What is it? What is? I don't know how to say it. Chicking. Ch-king. It's the chicking. Yeah. Is it like a cash register? Like chiching? Yeah, you could say it like that. Exactly. Yeah, the chicking. Okay. Cool. So yeah, yes. first first of all, even just knowing how to say the menu items is huge for us. I think okay. really huge. So it's uh, like a money based sandwich. No, there's nothing to do with money. It's just kind of maybe a, uh, I don't know that it's a play on words, but maybe a play on sounds, like a homonym. Uh-huh. Oh, chicken. Chicken. Burger King. Chicken King. Yes, Chicken King. So it's a chicken sandwich. All right. Yes. Okay. And okay. it's in the it's in the vein of some of the um, 
you know, the fried chicken craze that's going on right now. Spicy chicken sandwiches, hot chicken. Of course, of course, of course. Okay. Sorry, I've been out for a while, and I think I'm just a little rusty coming back. Happy to have you back. How's the foot? It's okay. It's still broken, but, you know, I got the boot on it, so we're working. Great, yeah. um, Let's all just be mindful of uh, Daryl's boot here, of course, and um, Mm -hmm. Daryl will all have him on the cash register interfacing with customers. And I think everybody should also be mindful that on a Razor scooter, some of those bumps are, are more serious than they look when they're coming towards you. Okay. Great advice, Daryl. A broken foot off of a Razor bump. Yeah. Well, it was a big sidewalk bump. I thought I could go right over it, went over the handlebars, did a full flip, thought I could land on my feet, broke my ankle. Sorry to hear that. It's all right. I mean, that. I know six of us ride Razor scooters here to work, so uh, it's just important to talk about. Very important. So, yeah, let's be um, that goes to uh, you, Leslie and Eric. Thank you. Now, that's good info. <laughs> okay, Leslie, I don't love the implication that the menu is not good info. Okay. So well, it's, it's hard to understand. Well, okay. The, I think it's pretty What about easy. chicken fries? Is it chicken or is it fries? Right. It is chicken in French fry form. And I'm not asking you to eat every item on the menu, especially if you have dietary restrictions, but. Take a bite if you can out of each and every one. Well, you know how a chicken fried steak is still steak. I was assuming that these were fries, chicken fried. Right, right. But they're chicken fried in the shape of fries. That's right. It's confusing. Well, and and that's what what we're hoping you all are here to interface for. Um, The customers can have these questions. You all should know the answers, especially because we do discuss it pretty frequently, okay? I'm sorry. I've been gone a little bit as well. How's the hand and elbow? It's okay. I would like to second uh, his razor thing. I think that's a really serious thing, especially with the uneven sidewalks in this town. So be careful out there, guys. I happen to know you both have cars and live pretty far away. Uh, Is there a reason you're razoring to work? Uh, Just health. Okay, sure. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, I just want to burn some calories before I come into the king. I guess I don't know as a manager. I should look this up before I really say it, but what I'm allowed to ask. But if you do raise her to work and it is the middle of summer, maybe bring a change of clothes or something like that um, because you're coming in like a little bit sweaty and it's just, you know, we want to present uh, a little cleaner look to our customers. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, I, I guess I was just following the manager's lead. I don't know. I figure we all kind of look the same, so I just... You think I look like that? Yeah, we all come in tired and sweaty, looking like we've had eight cups of coffee. I, well, I have had a lot of coffee, but I didn't know I looked tired and sweaty. I, sorry, I'm pulling a, a, a double shift here. Um, you know, we're, we're short a couple managers right now um, because they couldn't pass the the basic food item test here. Um, <laughs> See, it, it's a confusing menu. See, I don't even the managers. Is. Well, okay. You but didn't yeah, know you I, were I, I do hear you. Okay. Okay. Up next, the Whopper pie. So this is a new item we're working on. And I just want to talk through this with everybody. Whopper pie. Got it. It's like a hamburger, but it's pie. <laughs> well, no, it is a large apple pie. So it's a Whopper <laughs> of a pie. It's a hamburger that's shaped like a pie. No, incorrect. And I know this guy, this one, I guess, could be a little confusing. It is an apple pie, but it is the size of a, uh, a it's very big. So it's like, I wow, see. what a whopper of a so pie. So it's the size of a burger, but it's made of pie. That's right. Yeah, it's made of pie. Okay. So it's okay. made, so it's beef. And I think, 
No, no, it's an <laughs> apple pie. There is no beef. There are no savory qualities. This maybe the mm. crust is a little savory, I guess, as most pie crusts are. Mm-hmm. But the inside is apple pie ingredients. Okay, Whopper apple pie. pie. The Whopper pie is apple pie. No cheese. Uh, yes, yeah, no cheese. Okay. I was going to say you probably don't need to write that down, but I do think, yeah, I do like that a couple of you are writing that down. Yeah, I should be writing all these down. Okay, so. So let's just go right back through it. at the sidewalk (laughs) while razoring. Sure, why not? Makes the drive to work safe. (laughs) I'd say safer. I wouldn't say safe exactly. (laughs) Yeah, the uh, scooter accident rate in this town is pretty high. Yeah, yeah. Do you think the government's ever going to do anything about the sidewalk potholes? Well, a lot of them are being caused by pretty aggressive scooter kicks <laughs> and tricks. And so I think that there's, it's kind of a Catch-22 or an Aurora mm. Boris snake eating its own tail kind of situation. Right, right, right. Um, okay. So, yeah, I, maybe I'm, one of my suggestions would be if you've modded your scooters in any way that might be digging into the sidewalks. This is well, just more of a public service announcement. You, I put you spurs should. on my scooter. Right. <laughs> I put spurs on that drag to, lead, to lay sparks. Yeah. Okay, so the Whopper pie is beef, and scooters are important. Fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) Right? We're on the same page. The Whopper pie is an apple pie. No savory elements. No beef. No cheese. No beef. No (laughs) sauce. Yeah, you're right. You can just say no Whopper ingredients. (laughs) Just apple pie. That might be easier. Pickles on the apple pie? Oh, oh okay. you know what? I'm sorry. Our, our, we got a customer here. Maybe we should just uh, take care of them. And oh, we're gonna see some of this in Excuse action. me. Hello there. Welcome to <laughs> welcome to Burger King. How can I help you? Hey, how you doing? Um, okay, let's see. I think I'll start. Um, are you serving breakfast still? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, we got breakfast till 11 today, Sunday. Okay, great. <laughs> Um, could I do, um, I'll do the, um, French dippers. Okay. That is a beef sandwich with sauce. No, not like a, not like an Arby's roast beef dip or anything like that. The French dip, uh, it's uh, French toast sticks. French toast toast sticks. Sure. Absolutely. French toast sticks. And a coffee. Okay. Large or small. Um, I think I'll do a large coffee. Okay. Hot or cold? Hot. Okay, and cream or sugar? Or both? Oh, great. Okay. Uh, two creams, two sugars. Large hot coffee, two creams, two sugars, one French toast stick, and a beef dip. <laughs> Let's go ahead and cancel the beef dip. <laughs> okay, no French beef. <laughs> I'm writing this down. Now, did you want to then... Enter it into the system there, or of course, oftentimes we have mistakes before it goes into the system. So I want to get it all nailed, and then I'll put it into the system. Okay, so I got a French toast sticks, a large hot coffee, two creams, two sugars, and I'm bringing something home. It's kind of a long drive, so I am going to get lunch for my sweetheart. Okay, let's do a um, let's do just a Whopper. Okay, that's an apple pie. What? Oh, our new Whopper apple pie. That's what no. you mean? No, just the, the your standard Whopper, your most famous item, the burger. Okay, Whopper. I'll look that up later. 
What's a Whopper sandwich? You kidding me? <laughs> Sam, what's a Whopper? I got a guy here. Are you kidding? Me? Is it apple pie? No, it's the main item on the menu. You've worked here 11 years. Okay, it's chicken. <laughs> hey, I just heard everything you whispered. I do not want a chicken sandwich. I just want to make clear of that. So you that's want a new it. cash register sandwich? Cha-ching! Hmm? You can get a cha-ching. Oh, the cha-ching. I've seen commercials for that. How is it? I'm not sure. To me, it sounds disgusting. Money is one of the dirtiest things you could eat. All right. I'm going to go ahead and take over here. <laughs> okay. Wow. You didn't have to push me. I have a hurt elbow. I'm so sorry, sir. Uh, we'll get your Whopper, your large coffee, two creams, two sugars, and your French dippers. Anything else? Uh, no, that's good. Um, okay, great. And I'm sure that Chris here can t- at least take your payment. Yeah, now that it's clear, absolutely. So that's going to be uh, 16.07. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do the uh, Apple Pay. Oh, okay. So that is one beef burger. Uh, 27.02. What just happened? You said Apple Pie? <laughs> Apple Pay. The Apple, Apple pay. pay. You can't pay for food with other food, sir. <laughs> You can't give me an apple for all this beef and what do we have? Beef, a beef dip, a chicken sandwich, and a small iced coffee black. (laughs) Was that frustrating enough, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had one of these impossible sandwiches? Not from a uh, not from a fast food place. I've had the like impossible patty. I think I made mm-hmm. it at home, and and I think I they they have it at um this place, Low Boy. Yes, in L.A., I've had it from them. I just had Low Boy for the first time, and man, is it good, Mamma Mia! And it's cool. I I took it so to cool. go, but I walked up and got the pickup, and I was like, wait a second, this place is like a smash burger place, but it's also like a cool bar. Yeah. It's very, it's, uh, that part of Echo Park in Los Angeles makes me feel so old now because it's like a very 20, it's like 26 year olds, which is yes a normal age to be going out, but every once in a while I'll pop by there and yeah, it is right. cool. It feels like it keeps getting younger, but what happens is it stays the same and I keep getting older. That's right. It actually has like more cool bars than it used to. And it's like much more like shishi than it was. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Which kind of makes me upset a little it, bit. And, and that it's, used to be it's a, not like my a th- place, but yeah, it used to be a three floor shithole called the Lost Night that always yeah. stank terribly, but nobody was ever there, so it was a cool place to go and just yeah. like yeah, eat, it, eat it was a horrible place to be inside, but their upper patio was nice when you're yeah. outdoor. Yeah, yeah. Now it's two hit bars. Well, um, times they are a changing, Bob Dylan. <laughs> as far as the Impossible Burger goes, though, I like it. I. Uh, Charles Barkley did like a huge setup punchline on the uh, TNT mm-hmm. halftime show where he was like, "Oh, you those impossible burgers! You know why they call them that? Because it's impossible for that thing to taste good." Uh, <laughs> like Thanks, <something>. Charles. <laughs> I kind uh, of agree. They're not they're not bad, but they're just not what I want. You yeah, know? I'd rather just eat vegetables. Mm, I like them. I because uh, it, it it's the it is the feeling of eating meat like the biting into something juicy and like right. if you're doing it kind of with cheese and dressed up with some of the other stuff uh-huh some crispy lettuce right. and tomato right. I, right. I, I like it but i kind of like 
there's something about uh, this is hard to say because I don't really know what the point is, but I kind of like weird flavors sometimes. <laughs> like I will get like addicted to something that tastes kind of not mm-hmm. like it's like nothing else, I guess. Do you like uh, like fermented stuff like kimchi and uh, sauerkraut? I like, like fermented that? stuff, but I specifically don't like kimchi for some reason. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's mm-hmm. too sweet. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in, yeah. in Thailand and my friends were uh, slightly more used to the cuisine and more adventurous eaters. And they gave me this one thing that was like fermented bamboo shoots or whatever. Mm. And I had bamboo a couple times there, but this one tasted like it came just straight out of a toilet to me. And <laughs> and and just because it's like foreign to my palate, you know mm. what I mean? I was like, you can't eat this. It's, mm. it, you know, and it was definitely my ignorance or whatever. They're like, no, a lot of people eat this, millions of people, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I... I don't understand how my palate is so like four things. It's like right. white bread, cheese, beef, and occasionally a salad. Yeah. And that's my adventurous, you know? Yeah. It's tough. I mean, when it's, it's tough to be like, look, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or offensive. I'm not judging the culture, but to me, this does taste like a toilet. This specific mm-hmm. thing that I'm eating. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to be offensive, but I'm about to throw up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be offensive. We're about to throw up. Um, all right, let's do one last voicemail. Woo! This one is um, anonymous about a college bar. Oh my god, it's anonymous. It's the guy. Oh my god! Hello, big fan of the podcast. <laughs> You're going down. Shalom, aloha, Dan, Ryan, and guests. Um. This is a story um, about a bar that was in the college town that I used to live in. Um, it was a bar that was beneath the surface of the street. It was like a basement bar. But pretty much every night that you'd go there when it was really crowded, um, the toilets would overflow and it would just pour out into the bar. So ladies' room, men's room, just pee flowing all throughout the bar. And you tell management that, they'd be like, yo, I think the toilets are overflowing and there's pee everywhere. They'd be like, yeah, that's just going to happen. And you just had to deal with it. So hopefully you can do something with that. Thanks, guys. Uh, Okay. So as you can see, your beautiful three-bedroom, two-bath. It's a nice two-story house. Uh, square footage is 1,800 feet. Nice. And, um, yeah, any questions you have, just let me know. Obviously, this is the foyer. you got the nice double doors in the front. Two steps down into the sort of great room, family room. Um, and, yeah, this is pretty much the downstairs. You can see most of it. This is great. Yeah, I, I think kind of what I would do here is uh, my sweetie and I would, would be in the master bedroom, and then we'd use that room is an office there and mm-hmm. i'm really loving all the space we were sharing a place with the roommates so this is really I, i'm if i'm gonna be forthcoming i'm really loving this place and, and you know would kind of do whatever it takes to get in as soon as possible cash okay. first month last month whatever you need wow that's very interesting i mean yeah we've had a we've had a little bit of interest here a lot of people love the office as well you know mm-hmm. they say it's big enough for a bedroom but uh large for an office you know so i think what do you what was it that you do again uh i uh, um art drafting oh okay cool that's cool so you'll have a big drafting desk in here obviously yeah. there's great light great window in here really nice yeah. nice natural light um well if you want to go see the upstairs i'm happy to take you up there great is i know like sometimes in the changeover there's like painting and stuff like that um mm-hmm. does that explain some of the the smell like the the scent 
Yeah, well, this is pretty much as is, you know. I okay. mean, a lot of times people will flip the house before they sell it, sort of do all the remodels and everything, and then you just have to accept their choices. Uh, uh-huh. These people thought it would be better to just go as is, and you can sort of uh, make whatever changes you'd like. I do agree the paint in the office probably isn't super peaceful, you know, so you can definitely change that. Uh, and as to the smell, uh, you know, I think the doors have just been closed a long time, so whatever's in here has kind of been – Stuck in here, but I think oh, you open yeah, up the we'll doors for out. a weekend or something, you'll probably be fine. We'll air it out. Great. Yeah. yeah, let's head upstairs then. Okay, great. Well, as you can see here, you got a 12 stair staircase, wraps around a little bit here near the top. Mm-hmm. And um, here's your upstairs. You got uh, two bathrooms and the one large master. Um, and yeah, again, not a huge, huge house, but pretty good size. That's interesting that they would do two the master, a bathroom in there, and just the other room upstairs is another bathroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I think, you know, it's sort of a bathroom sitting area. You know, it's they didn't really have anything to put up above the landing, above the stairs. So I right. think it's just to service the landing. Now, are you saying you could kind of use the landing as a sitting area and there's a bathroom? Or you're saying the bathroom is a combo bathroom sitting area? Well, you know, it depends how you want to do it. You know, you could knock out the wall for sure and just have an exposed toilet. If you want to have that be one of the sitting areas, that's fine. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's I really can't tell you. if you're suggesting it because you think I would want to do that, or because you think it's a good idea. Well, there's lots of windows up here. You know, you're gonna you're really gonna want to sit everywhere. And I've heard a lot of people say that when the windows are all open, you feel like you're a bit in a treehouse. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Zoom tight. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse Zoom me. Tight. There's tons of asbestos upstairs. Excuse me. Yeah, there's a lot of asbestos in the upstairs. Oh, no, no. Uh, yeah, okay. I, you know what? I, I spoke too soon, I think. I, I think should. I'm allergic to asbestos. Well, I think everyone is. I think, it, yeah, I think it's bad for you. Uh, how are you feeling? Well, yeah, there's lots of windows up here, but I think the asbestos is probably the reason that they wanted to move. They didn't want to take off the whole upper and, and whatever, so that would be sort of a, a change you would have to make. Well, yeah, I think that's probably something that I would majorly want to consider in the price then, right? I would sure. probably want to bring it down a, a lot because asbestos causes cancer and it's pretty agreed upon that we don't want it in our places. That is true. And, you know, just to be fair, full disclosure, that is why I said that last. I wanted you to see all the good parts of the house and I was hoping to kind of sneak right by it. But I, lo- I do appreciate keen, your honesty. Very keen. I do appreciate your honesty on that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for at least being forthcoming. Uh, I, you know, we, we're planning a family. We want to have a kid. And I just think a place with asbestos in it is going to be a tough sell for my sweetie. Yeah. I do love all the natural light. It's really, it's impossible to find a place in this neighborhood, which is, mm-hmm. was our blue skies neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, you said you're drafting, you're doing a lot of design. I don't know if that's artistic or if it's, you know, uh, architectural, but I was also thinking that this upstairs bathroom slash hangout area could be a little bit of a studio. You know, there, there really isn't much of a room to speak mm. of, but there is some space. I, that's interesting. That's interesting. And you think that, cause I, I do find I'm working. I get really into my work. Mm-hmm. And it's like our other place, the bathroom was not that close to my office and it would mm-hmm. interrupt my flow. Totally. And so this is really, I mean, something that I don't know if it's your energy or your or honesty, but I, I, you're kind of selling me on this thing that I don't think I would have ever imagined I would want a little 
office right. toilet space. I, I think it's a good move. And, you know, the asbestos is really just lining the roof. So if you pop the roof off, roof off and put a new roof on, I think you'd be okay. And, oh, you know, awesome. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, that's okay. all it's going to take. Yeah, easy peasy. Just off with the roof, but the rest of the rooms you can keep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That Now, now I'm really liking this. I, I, here's what I'm wondering. I, I'm going to have to convince my wife of. The use of space having a bathroom in the master bedroom and then mm-hmm. just this bathroom, it feels like a little wasteful. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could convert the master bathroom into a live toilet space or something like that. That's interesting. Now, a lot of people have not thought of that, but I, huh. I think that's a very good idea. Yeah. Because you don't really need, you know, there's sort of the big bedroom downstairs that we looked at as a master, but then there's the upstairs as well. And maybe you just make it a toilet space. Maybe it's a toilet space. It's like a live toilet. Maybe we put the crib in here. You're watching the kid or the babysitter's hanging up here or whatever. Kid and can, can never spend. be too close to the toilet. Yeah, that's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. That's uh, one of the new parenting books, right? Yes. Bestseller. Absolutely. Bestseller. Kid can never be too close to the toilet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very good. So you are sort of a young family. You're looking to move in. I can really see the story here. I can see you guys being happy here for a long time or at least two years minimum lease. Well, I should talk to my wife, but I think let's let's shake on this. I think I'm going to take it. Okay. And I think what I'll do is I'll just give you the money cash right now. And let's just Perfect. do Because I'm just so excited about this place. And mm-hmm. I, I don't want to add any variables. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. Yeah. That. And and just to go back to the stink that you mentioned earlier, again, oh, yeah. I was trying to let that go till the very end. One of the toilet pipes is broken and spews sewage into the walls of the house. So that really? is what you're smelling. But I'm sure once you air it out, it will be fine as long Shit. as you don't use either of the toilets. Shit. So it's either. That is what you're smelling. Yes. So there's sewage in the walls and our options are to air it out or don't use the toilets. One of the, I mean, probably both. You're probably going to have to do both. Man, you might was, want to drill a hole in the drywall to let the sewage let to, oh, let, to do a sewage let. Now that you're talking about it I'm a little closer, and it is a little stinky. It's really bad. Yeah, it is. It is, and I uh, apologize about that. Because my my sweetie's very smell sensitive. Sure, and this would, to, this would definitely trip that. That I, would I bother my sweetie a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shoot, man, I was really falling for the space. Uh, the, you know what? what if I'm we really... took out the toilets? I know the toilets were a big sell. We have two to three toilet rooms. You were thinking about just a toilet sitting space. What if we took out the toilets, pulled the pipes, and just you know sort of capped them at the ground? I tell you, if you had pitched that to me ten minutes ago, absolutely. But I'm a new man now. This idea of a live toilet space, a work toilet space, I just am really falling in love with it. Mm-hmm. I understand. I'm really falling in love with it. And it might just be, I mean, are you repping any other spaces? Because this one I don't think is going to work because it spews sewage into all of the walls. Right. And they smell. Well, I do have a couple of downtown loft spaces. I know you said you're starting to uh, <laughs> trying to start a family and everything. but Right. And that's not typical family zone, but a lot of people are doing it. A lot of people are moving into the city and, and ditching their commute. You and know, that's why nice. Why commute when you could already live there? Because there's really no privacy in a loft, right? Yeah, and there's sewage outside, there's sewage inside. It would sort of be the best of both worlds. Ah. Uh. Yeah. I could definitely take you down to uh, Shit Street. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Do you see how clever I am? I'm trying to t- make it known how clever I can be. Shit Street. Shit Street's very nice this time of year. 
It really is. It really is. I wouldn't eat there. I don't recommend the restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, folks, that was another beautiful, fun improv day. Dan, every time we prov, I just have a blast. It's nice seeing your face. It's nice laughing together. And it's nice just having a, a fun hour, you know? Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. Great to see you. What a good... What a good vibe to just get to laugh and do some prov. Yeah. Just you and I for the first time in a few weeks. Yeah, been really beautiful. Obviously, we've both been busy taking shifts. I got my schnoz worked on. Dan had to do that beautiful solo, yes. which everybody loved. Um, and how's your schnozola? It's good. It's mostly fixed. I have my last checkup uh, on Monday to sort of – it's sort of like the post-op, post-op. It, well, I did the thing. Then I went in for a checkup where they took out the like – splints that were in there or whatever you call them and it looks crazy because it's like two inches of plastic that they just pull out of your head and it looks insane uh and then it's been healing and i've been squirting saline solution in my nose to keep it clean and uh hopefully on monday they'll be like you did a great job and we're out of here sweet but i'm already feeling just so much better i'm like having really vivid dreams which i think means i'm like sleeping better because i can breathe better yeah um and yeah it feels kind of crazy and i can just walk around and keep my mouth closed and breathe through my nose which is a nice thing i didn't know how how much i missed you know your first basketball will be an interesting little test oh i can't wait i feel like i'm gonna have like better endurance yeah 100 you you must yeah um yeah so it's exciting happy for you Everybody you, out there, man. you're listening to two guys who have got sinus, sinoplasty Septo, or septoplasty. septoplasty yeah, me. septoplasty. Yeah. Uh, and we couldn't recommend it more highly. That's right. Get those septums cleared out. Sleep like a king or a queen. That's right. My girlfriend was also like, you, you low-key got a nose job because, you know, mine was like deviated septum. So there was like a little bend or something like that. And it's just a little bit straighter, a little bit whatever. And I'm like, I guess I do see it. It's hmm. it's the same guy, but it's, it's a little different. Hmm. Thanks, Doc. There's a lot going on in the nose. The nose is so much of the face. A little nose change will change the it's whole the, face. What do they say? The road to the heart. The nose is the road to the heart. <laughs> Nobody cares about the nose. The nose is not like romanticized, I don't think. Oh, the nose. Um, I could see it in his nose. <laughs> I could see it in his nose that I loved him. The first time I looked in his nostrils, they looked right back at me. I I think that not to fully break it down, but I think women can have noses that are notable, like Mm -hmm. as far as like attractive. I've never really noticed it in men where it's like, look at that nose. Well, I think with men, it's different. It's like a, it's like a prominence. Like sometimes like guys with a big nose, people actually kind of like it. I've been told that people like my big nose a couple of times. And I was like, oh, man, I've always felt self-conscious about it. They're like, no, it's like a – it's powerful. Yeah. Steve Carell, huge powerful nose. Huge powerful nose, especially they based in grew on them. Grew. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> well, folks, it's patreon.com slash you're the man now, dog. The more you support, the more nose jobs we can get. It's a full circle. <laughs> this was just the first of many, folks. <laughs> Um, go, go ahead and get yourself Paramount Plus at least for the month and maybe for the rest of your life and watch Paranormal Activity next of kin and, and see they, if you can spot Dan in there see if you can let us know uh, the you. exact time code of when you spot me in the movie <laughs> <laughs> he's in the hole thanks folks 
And um, is there anything else there? That's that's anything else we want to plug? No, I mean, just as always, we want to thank our folks who help us put on this podcast, our producer and editor, Brian Holmes, our wonderful theme song from Casey Trela, the logo again from Annie Wu and punched up by our buddy Brian Holmes again, and just all the guests and people who listen and uh, people who make it feel like there's a reason to keep doing it. So thank you so much for sticking with us. That's right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. And have a great weekend. Have a great Goodbye. weekend. Happy Halloween. Happy